Good morning, and welcome to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day-to-day experiences of a disabled individual as they navigate the pathways of the world around us. We hope to shed light on and open your eyes to new perspectives on the lives of those with disabilities. Most of us have disabilities we must live with, but it is the way we deal with them that defines us. The opinions and beliefs expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs of this station. And now, Brian Fitzpatrick. Good afternoon, folks. Good afternoon, folks. This is Brian Fitzpatrick. Bringing, bringing you another episode of Wheeling the Pathway of a Wife. Bye, Brian Fitzpatrick. Um, how you doing, Caitlin? I'm doing good, Brian. How are you doing? Good. Having a good week so far? Yeah. You having a good week? I am. Yeah. I'm excited to get my tooth out. Yes. I know, that sounds strange. Nobody's <laughs> really excited to get teeth out, but I am, because it's been in there for a month and I want it gone. Yes. <laughs> Um, um, yes, I, uh, we, um, we have a little presentation to make at some point. Yes. Do you want to uh, do that now or do you want to do that later on? We can do it after the first break. We can do it after the first break. Sounds yeah. good. Um, can you hear me for that's it. Yes, I can. Okay. Can you not hear? No. Can't. You can't? I can hear them. I could hear the music, but I can't hear me. Okay. Hold okay. on one second. Okay. We're just gonna... Having a little bit of a technical difficulty. Hold on one second. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... Okay, yeah, I can hear. Um, so, um, so we're back. We're back, folks. Sorry about that technical difficulty. 
Um, what we what we were talking about last week was the fact that um, um, you wanted me to get into more of the um, what we've been doing is talking about my life and talking about some of the difficulties when I was um, growing up and. You kept it very vague last week, so I just thought that it would be good if we expanded upon it a little bit. Some of the difficulties at home. Um, And when I became aware of all situations, and it took me quite a bit to realize that, you know, it wasn't my parents' fault way that I was. But for a, w- a little while you said you blamed them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did blame them for quite a few years. And you just felt like there was so there was more they could have done? Yes. And now I've realized Two things. There was actually nothing they could do. And I realized that um, this was the main purpose of why I'm here. Actually. The way that I am is the main purpose of why I'm here. Because I I don't think I would be doing this. I don't think I would be doing as much advocacy as I am now. And I don't think I'd be dealing with so many challenges that I'd be dealing with. Yes, it would be easier, but if I wasn't dealing with the challenges, but... Yeah, but you didn't always feel that way about it. It wouldn't be so much. It wouldn't give me as much education as knowledge as I have about the way things work in life in general. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there were... Like I said, there was a lot of jealousy about why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Yeah. And I've come to the realization I wasn't supposed to do that. Hmm. But that must have taken quite some time for you to for you to arrive at that um and that acceptance and that feeling. Yeah. Of it. And, uh, yeah, there was a lot of, um, there was a little bit of, there was quite a few discussions with my pastor on, uh, you know, why, why I was the way I was and, you know. Mm-hmm. His standard joke is, if God didn't put you in a seatbelt, 
I have no idea where you would be. Because <laughs> you would be running around like chicken when your head got up. I mean, you still are. Can you imagine me if I was not tied up? <laughs> I would definitely have a full head of gray hair at this point. Yes. For sure. Yes, I'm sure you would. If you don't already. I'm getting there. Yeah. I found a couple the other day. <laughs> don't laugh at me. It's natural. It happens. Yeah. Um. Tiffany's getting gray hairs. Especially this week. Oh, what with all your with all your coverage and stuff. Coming up on vacation, and trying to figure out if I need coverage or whatever. That'll be great for her, though. I'm glad she's going on vacation. Yeah, it's, it's just weird that it happens to be on the same week that somebody else is going in the office. Jen's gone. So. Oh. Hey, some people, some people's just vacations just line up like that, you know? Yeah. It just happens. It's a natural, it's a naturally occurring phenomena. So. But. So back to what, what you were talking about before. Yes. You have accepted, accepted everything and, and, you know, have come to terms with it and you feel like this is you know, the life that you were supposed to supposed to lead so that you could do what you're doing now and reach this point, but it wasn't always like that way. So I guess my question is when when did it change for you and what exactly brought you to that conclusion? Like what 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 changed for you where you that you stopped being angry and resentful and jealous of um your parents and your sister? I got a good question. I thought so. That's uh, a very good question. I, um... Uh, what? That's why I got you as a host. As a co-host. Um, I guess what, um, really developed for me, I use this all the time, and sometimes it's cliche, but sometimes it's a little seems as cliche, but it was just after 9-11 that um, I said, if I don't do this now, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. um, this being what? Move out of my house. Move out of my parents' house. Because initially when I was told that I was going into a nursing home, I was like, what? After all these years, you're putting me in a nursing home mm -hmm. for a week because I don't want to go on vacation. Mm. And it's like, wait a minute. 
My mother can't live with me anymore. I won't. Actually, I won't let her with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I got so bad to the point where I would physically make it impossible for her to with me. And intentionally. Yeah, you were telling me about that um, not long ago, that you would intentionally stiffen up. Yeah. So that she couldn't lift you. And so moving into the nursing home, you initially weren't receptive of it, but you're saying that you realize that if you if you didn't move now, then you weren't gonna do it. Actually, I should go back a little bit. The final decision was the Wednesday of the week I was on vacation in the nursing home that I decided, you know what, I'm not going home. Because I was scheduled to go home that Friday. Mm-hmm. And about Wednesday I said, you know what, I'm not going home. You just decided, you decided that you weren't, you weren't gonna go back, that it was, it was best if you stayed in the facility. Yeah. And do you feel like that space was what ultimately changed your mind? Um, the realization that uh, they, The realization, two things, the realization that um, I can function on my own with help and that my parents can't do it no more. Mm. And let me tell you, it was tough for my father because he said he came in and he said what are you nut yeah he says what says you don't want to go home said, uh, just that I don't want to go home mm-hmm. and um, I had to explain why and you know and I imagine that was a very difficult conversation Although they were, they've been trying to get me out Mm -hmm. um, for several years, but uh, I was resistant at the time, and then finally, I said. And then he did it and finally decided that it was what was best. Yeah. I imagine it was still a difficult conversation and transition for everyone. Yep. But I'm asking, was it that space, like not being around your family constantly, that um, shifted you away from anger and resentment? It was the time that I had to get in my face and say, okay, this is working. Um, 
I didn't think it was working. I didn't think it would work, but it was working. I could work with other people. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't easy all the time, I could work with other people. I could uh, deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh, where that was. Hmm. And... Then we got into, okay, I mean here, how are we going to pay for it? Yeah. Um, it took the administrator that Friday to come in and say, okay, you were only supposed to be here for a week, but we will backfill the insurance from the day you started. Now, to you know, uh, get it paid for. Mm-hmm. Because originally I was supposed to pay for half, and UCP was supposed to pay for half. But uh, in that I was staying, they just built the insurance for the whole thing. Hmm. And it worked out. Yep. And you've been. On your own, I'm in. I mean, out of your parents since then, right? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Since you were twenty-seven. Wow. I was twenty-seven when I was in the nursing home. Hmm. And now I'm forty. Forty-five. Forty-five. So that's been about eighteen years. Yep. Coming up on two decades. That's pretty incredible. From what you've told me, you've thrived. Sometimes I feel like I'm going backwards, but. I think everybody feels like that sometimes, though. Get, a, get ahead and then go back. Yeah. Strong. We all have ruts. You know? Everybody has their moments. Just gotta remember to keep going forward. And, um... And then when we get... When we get back... We'll show you what we were able to get done last week. And then we'll get into... A little bit more of the challenges that um, I'm still faced with and realizations that I have to deal with on a daily basis. All right, right after this break. You're listening to Wheeling the Pathways of Life. On WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle. On behalf of UCP of Western Massachusetts, Wheeling the Pathways of Life would like to thank the following organizations for their continued support of UCP. Scarafoni Realty. Greylock Federal Credit Union, 
Crane Paper Foundation and the Stationery Factory in Dalton, Massachusetts. We're back, folks. Um, um, what I'm about to show you, um, in a minute when, uh, we get set up to do it, um, it's, this is the first painting that I've done in many years, um, so we will Obviously, we will get better, but um, we will progressively uh, get better with the communication and situation. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it up and I'm gonna show everybody what we were able to do. Um. All right, so this is a paint painting. Yeah. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about it? I was, um, this was, uh, my, my rough, um, shot at a covered bridge. Um, like I said, it would get better. It'll get better and better, and uh, the communication will get better and better, and uh, we'll see. It um, was a little wacky in the beginning, but um, Kevin, what? How much? How much fun was it for you? It was fun. I really enjoyed doing it. Um, that first, the first day of painting was a little rough, I will admit, because, you know, I had never done it before, and you hadn't done it in a while, so you were a little bit rusty, and, you know. Yes. But that's okay. I mean, it just came down to me asking you um, a couple more questions. Yes. You know, trying to get you to communicate with me but you know by the by the second by the second time we were doing great and we were moving along and it was a lot of fun and i think it was a lot of fun for you as well wasn't it yeah and it came out pretty good keep myself keep myself busy it's a lot of fun yes i'm uh, sure it is it's just um uh, fun as far as um you know um and a lot of what uh, people may um, people may not understand this, but I'm learning that my life is not um, meant to impress people all the time, right? In the beginning of my move and stuff, I was always thinking about what other people thought. And I'm, I'm learning that the thought of other people, although it's important and although it matters, 
It doesn't really matter to who I am. Okay. Gotta stay true to yourself. I have people don't agree with me. So what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the one of the things that I like to camp out on is as as caregivers we the 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 um people caring for the clients need to realize need to make sure when they give advice it's just advice it's not um instruction instruction or seem like you're taking over for somebody or like demanding yeah gotta let you live your life yeah and make your own decisions yeah ones that feel good to you not ones that seem easy to us and i know that you've had a problem with that in the past but things have been getting better over the last couple of years and honestly it goes right down to the fact of right down to keeping the minuscule thing about I'm not opening the door unless I tell you to. Unless I mean unless unless I know who it is or unless I can identify the person. You know the the caregiver can't, can't just decide to open the door and yeah. let somebody in, you know. It's about you. It's yeah. about you and your choices. Yeah. You know, it's it's your space. It's your life. Yep. We're just, we're here for support. Yep. Mm, yeah. It's important to remember you, that. You can be in the house, but you don't have to be up mine behind every... Um, minute of every day, you know, I can uh, go and do things, and people can be in their own space and watch watch the TV that provided in the other room, and exactly still be able to uh, perform their duties. Mm-hmm. Because 99% of the time, the reason why they're there is for safety reasons, not... um, To actively be doing something for you every single second. Even though the state um, would say that, like, uh, unless you're doing an activity, you know, uh, you know. Yeah. You don't get paid for it, but uh, um, not that we ignore that, but it's not a practical way to look at it sometimes, so, you know, yeah, we just don't look at it that way. On paper and in practice are two very different things. Yes. And they tend to differ. Yes. If you and I have a... Uh, you and I haven't actually run into it, but I've told you some things that, you know, where that's come into play. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
and a lot of times people take my attitude as as um, I wouldn't say disrespect, but that I'm kind of mad at them. I may be mad, but I'm just mad at the situation with the way the state is and with the way they uh, stop stuff that we have to do to promote to justify services is kind of a difficult situation at times, but we gotta do with what we gotta deal with. Gotta make the most of what we got. Yeah. Oh! Speaking yes. of that. what? Um... I have sent out another email um, to the guests that I'm... We're working on it. We're working on... We're getting close. Yeah. Just, uh, just hammering out the dates now. Yes. But we'll have more. We should have more news next week. Yeah. Hopefully my mouth won't be too swollen. I'm sure it'll be fine. Even if it is. <laughs> um, I'll work through it. It gives me more time to... to get, <laughs> give me more time to get on talk. Mm-hmm. Just give me one more time. Um... Not that you take up all the air time, believe me. <laughs> no, I let you take care of most of the talking. But, um, but Kevin. Yes? I think, uh, what did the, um, if, if I can, I know I put you on the spot on this one, but, um, what did the experience of the painting teach you as far as communication? Or if anything? Patience. Patience and, uh... Patience and to ask questions, I guess. Okay. Because, you know, it was... It wasn't rough, per se, um, but it definitely wasn't, like, smooth right off the bat. There were a lot of questions that I had to ask you, and that's fine, you know? I just, you know, it, it, sometimes, it's not that I don't like asking questions, it's just sometimes I feel like I don't want to ask too many questions. Like, I should just be able to understand what someone's trying to convey to me. But there were a few things that you were trying to convey to me where, you know, I had to ask you questions um, for clarification. And sometimes, you know, we would get going and then, you know, we'd, we'd stop for a couple of minutes because you, you wanted to figure out what you wanted to do next with it. So, yeah, patience and patience and asking questions for clarification. 
and you're absolutely right. And something you said. What? And again, Tiffany, once again, was right. What? There's specific. Yeah. Specifics. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be, you know, it's it's your vision. It's not my painting. It's your painting. I may have held the paintbrush, but that's your painting. I just aided in yep. making it with you. But it's it's your painting. So ultimately, the specifics are really helpful. And asking questions to get those specifics is, you know, necessary. Because it's not it's not my painting. I can't just, like, I don't want to just take a vague statement that you gave me and run with it because then, you know, it's yeah. going to turn out the way that it's in my mind, not the way that it's yep. in your mind. And those are two completely different things. And yep. so, you know, it's... Yeah. And it goes back to the training on doing it. It goes back to even the shape of the canvas when we're talking about whether we use an oval, oval canvas or a square canvas or whatever. Um, whether we're going to hold it in portrait yeah. or landscape and yeah. all that. That's all stuff that uh, if I went by the traditional way to do it that the person would not know what I was mm -hmm. doing. We cheated this time. You told me what it was. Um, next time we should next time we should try it without telling me what it is first that'll be i think that would be like fun yes and also you know it might push you to be a little bit more specific in the process yeah. you know i've seen other people um it's a challenge for us i've seen other people actually Put two paintings. Put one painting away from the away from the tracker, mm -hmm. and copy that painting through the tracker because that that's one thing that um. Not every tracker is gonna do the exact same thing, so the paintings are not gonna come out. The exact same yeah. every time. But I think I think that would be good. It's a good it's a good way to build communication. Yeah. Um and tracking can be used in multiple multiple um ways. It doesn't have to be just painting. painting. Yeah, I know. We um we talked about doing it. Um with rearranging uh, the things in your house, right down to where you wanted the specific books on the bookshelf, you know? We never got around to it. We got yeah. too busy, but we did talk about it. Yeah. We did talk about it. No, we did it with a couple of things. We did it with a couple of things when we moved around um, the tablet and the table, and we went through the shelves. Oh, I did something else that was very... Interesting. What'd you do? We ought to take uh, another picture of the house and put it up at some point. Oh, you changed around your bedroom, yes. yes. 
Um, and now you can see the t you can see the TV from your bed instead yes. of it being easier for your PCAs to see the TV from the couch you had in there. I so you made it better for yourself. Yes, which is great. You. You've been talking about that for months. I'm really happy that you were finally able to move that around. Are you real? Yes. I'm just I'm, I'm just pulling. It's not like when I work with you, we sit and watch TV. Mm -hmm. Well, we could at some point. Yeah, but we're usually too busy. We got too much to do. I feel like every time we don't have something to do, I come in the next day and you're like, all right, I thought of six things. Let's do them. Which is great. I come. It's great. Uh, as far as. So. What I was basically trying to say. Before and the reason why we got off on the. Communication is communication is the most um, important part. I think what's training, what's training for the PCA is the most, and um, um, okay, Lenny, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I know, in general, people get tired, but I think the most training part for PCAs is probably worrying about making the other person happy or trying to figure out what um, they like and don't like. I would agree with you on that. Cause it's it's hard. It you can't you can't always like one hundred percent be sure that you know what makes you what would make you happy in a situation is gonna make you know your um, consumer happy in that situation. And it I wouldn't say it's tiring, but I then again I really enjoy what I do, so like I it's not tiring for me. But I think that part of part of what does drain some people is probably um, it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of communicating. And for some people, that's really hard. And yeah. I mean, that's that's hard in this job. But also like that communication is hard in general. Communication in any aspect of life takes a lot of work. And so, yeah, I, I do think that like that. And something that adds another element to it. Is being nonverbal. Yes. And we should expand on this communication when we get back from our last break. We'll be uh, right back, folks. We'll be right back, folks. On behalf of UCP of Western Massachusetts, Wheeling the Pathways of Life would like to thank the following organizations for their continued support of UCP. Scarafoni Realty, Greylock Federal Credit Union, Crane Paper Foundation, and The Stationery Factory in Dalton, Massachusetts. Tell things you get brighter. Ooh, 
Support for WTBR comes from Sandrini Enterprises, providing awnings and canopies in western Massachusetts. Retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings, and screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at Sandrini.com. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at ucpwma.org jobs. We need direct and living caregivers. Join the agency who's reimagining independence. And we're back. We're back, folks. And what I meant by we gotta expand upon communication is the fact that the you would have a harder time when people that are deaf were um have some kind of communication deficit. But, and there are some people that cannot work with somebody that can't talk. I mean, that's something that is, um. It takes, I imagine it takes a certain level of patience and not everybody has that that patience. Yeah. But the, the staff also had to realize there's only a certain point where the client can, uh, um, as me being the quote-unquote boss because I'm there all the time, um, there is a fine line between me uh, directing in me, demanding in me, having an expectation of what needs to be done. There's certain situations that I can, can be flexible on, but there is certain situations where I have to be, no, this can't happen, or, you know. But again, that comes down to communication. Yeah. You know, you got to communicate those expectations. What I, what I find is the toughest is because I have an agency assisting. A lot of times they say, well, unless I hear it from the agency, um, it's not going to happen. And... Mm-hmm. Um, when I go back and talk to the agency, they're like, you're the boss, so, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, would you please communicate it? Yeah, could you, could you communicate that, too? Yeah. And being 45 years old, that's kind of a tough situation to face all the time. Not all the time, but uh, quite often. It's got to be frustrating. Yes. Everybody wants to be taken seriously. I don't know about you, because you're so easygoing. You think I don't want people to take me seriously? (laughs) No, but... Sometimes the easier going people are the toughest 
people to take seriously because um, sometimes this is what my staff say to me sometimes. Yeah, I mean, some people it's hard to tell whether they're being serious or not. I understand that, you know, from like a, you know, from a, I understand that, you know, misunderstanding what someone is saying because they have like a relaxed tone or they're more of a relaxed type of person. Um, But I I reject that easygoing people shouldn't be taken seriously. That just feels like taking advantage of someone for being, you know, like nice and understanding. I was saying that I feel that way. Oh, no, uh, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not insinuating that you do. I'm just I'm I'm giving you my opinion on that. Like, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit more I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm not laid back, but I mean, yeah, for the most part, like I'm I'm pretty laid back. I'm pretty flexible. I like to be easygoing. It's a lot less stressful leading, you know, day-to-day life living like that. Um but I don't I I I don't think it's like fair to not take people who choose to live like that, um, seriously. I mean, it just, it takes advantage of, um, it feels very much like taking advantage of someone for being more understanding. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. So, I think we've got, um, enough to do, like, one or two, I mean, one more week of this, and then uh, hopefully we'll have the guests, and then mm-hmm. we'll. But we can do whatever you want for however long you want. <coughs> it's your show. <coughs> I'm just here. See, that's another. For support. That's an independent. Game. What? That's an independent decision. What's an independent decision? No. What you just did there is reminding me that it's an independent decision. Yeah. I'm not here to make your decisions for you. I'm not here to influence your decisions either. You know, if you ask me for my opinion, I'll give it. But I'm not going (laughs) to try to sway you one way or the other. This is your life. This Uh, is your show. Yeah. It's not, it's not on me to make those decisions for you or to try to tell you which decision is right and which decision is wrong because the right decision to, for me could be the wrong decision for you. Yep. But, but, it's, I'll tell you what, you're, some people, this is in general with anybody, there's some people that I would want to listen to and some people that I don't want to listen to. That's generally for anybody. But of course, we all have those people. Uh, we all have them. Many of us have. Several. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I must say this, Caitlin. What? I can always come back to you and say... Would you, do you believe what, um, did happen? Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. Yeah. And that you're comfortable enough yeah. to talk to me honestly. Because that's the only way to be. Exactly. Even though you may not agree with me all the time. 
nobody agrees with anybody else a hundred percent of the time. Does it doesn't happen. And what I'm trying to say is even in the disabled community, does it really matter if somebody agrees with you? It's it's not about the disability, it's just about the human life. Mm-hmm. And people need to let people with a disability live a normal, as normal as they can be. And like I always say, what is normal? Yes. Because there's a... It's different for everybody. Yeah. It's different for everybody. Yes. So I think um, uh, next week we're gonna just see where where else we can see where your mind wanders. See where my mind wanders, and because for the show, I always look back at the tape and say, oh. I should have said this or I should have said that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you've got plenty of time to think about it. Yeah. Because I won't see you for a couple of days. Actually, you'll see me on Thursday. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I'm not promising nothing. I'm aware. Um, That's why I said we'll see. I'm trying to do an executive. It it's not a it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not a big deal. I just probably won't be very verbal. My mouth will be very swollen. But that's okay. Yeah. You do enough talking for the both of us, anyway. So I don't I think it'll be too much of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I got dinner all set up for Thursday anyway. You got dinner all set up? Yep. Nice. I made enough for the next two to three days. What did you make enough of? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. Who doesn't love spaghetti? Spaghetti tastes better as leftovers. I don't know yeah. why. That's just my personal opinion. I'm sure there are plenty of people who are going to disagree with me on this, and that's totally cool, but I like leftover spaghetti. But for the last thing that we're going to... For the last thing I'm going to say is, but, um, Keaton and I have a trip planned in two weeks. Oh, yeah, you're taking a trip trip up to good old North Adams. No, we're actually going up to the 99. What? Yeah. Remember I told you in the van? I thought you were talking about the North Adams trip. No, no, um, because of your mouth and... Oh, so you, you want to go eat. out to lunch. <laughs> yes. Okay, so now we have two trips planned that I'm aware of. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Yeah. We are taking a trip out to North Adams in the near future, though. That'll be fun. Um, possibly Bennington. Poss- possibly Bennington? Oh, yeah, you want to go to KFC? <laughs> yep. Mm. Okay. Depending on when you. Plus, Bennington is a nice place. We will, we will, you know, walk around a little bit and get, do more than just go to the KFC. Get some fresh air. 
footage. Get some footage? Oh, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Um, so anyway, folks. Um, we got a lot planned is yeah. what we're getting at here. Yeah. We're going to be changing the uh, opening. At some point. Yes. Maybe at some point soon. That's ominous. I don't like when you spring things on me on the air. Hmm. But you're never going to stop, and I know that. You it's just it. a part of my life now. You knew it was coming. No, but it's okay. I'll roll with it. You know what, getting off the... <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. That's very nice. But, no, you won't. And it's fine. I've learned to roll with the punches. Uh, See, that's why I have to be so easygoing, Brian. I have to learn to roll with all the punches. Yeah. Roll with all the stuff you throw at me. Um, that's what it is. So, anyway, folks. Um, Kaylin? Yes. You want to handle the website? Oh, yeah. yeah we, can, uh, we can be reached at wheelingthepathways at gmail.com if anybody has any questions about this week's show or any of the previous shows that you've listened to or if anybody has any topics or issues that they'd like to hear us discuss on the air or oh. reach out wanting oh, yeah. to be a guest. Feel free to email us at wheelingthepathways at gmail.com. We check the email Monday through Wednesday and sometimes on Sundays when we have the time. We'll be able to check it on Sunday since you won't be there on Wednesday. Yes, we'll check it Sunday this week. Um, but you can still email us. And I forgot to mention that we did make a change to my Facebook. Oh yes, we added the link information for the video and the podcast as well. So you could watch or listen to the show online. The links are on Brian's Facebook and just, they are public. Just uh, look for Brian Patrick and uh, You'll be able to get them yep. off of that. They are public. And we are looking into um, fixing my YouTube page so we could get the videos on Facebook. Yep. But We're looking into it. We're working on it. So lots of things coming in the future. Lots of plans. And when people want to be guests, let us know if they want to be by Zoom or by, um... Or in person. Uh, in person. Mm-hmm. We can set up either. Yep. This has been a great show, and... Thanks for tuning in and listening to us yeah. once again. And we hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will see you again next time. Yeah. All right. Have a great afternoon, everyone.
Thank you for joining us for Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and 104.3 WRRS Pittsfield, Berkshire Talking Chronicle, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. May you and yours have a beautiful day, and we'll see you again next week. But since you found each other, I've been so confused. Cause I believe there's one soul on this earth that was meant for mine. I was sent here to find what if it's you.